0: You're listening to Fear, the Anthcast. I'm Josh. I'm JD. And no Jason in this inaugural, well, it's not really inaugural, it's, bonus yeah. episode. Is this a bonus episode? Is it really a bonus episode? No, it's, it's a regular episode. It's Preacher
1: Season 2. It's pre- <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Just go right for it. Yeah. I mean, he's never recorded a Preacher episode, so why should he start now? Uh, I have no idea. Yeah.
0: I don't. I don't see why he would bring anything to the conversation. I know.
1: I know. I mean, he did binge watch it. And I Mm. think he's watched the first two episodes of this season. He just decided he was sick of us and sick of our shit.
0: Well, that's understandable. Yeah. Because I am too (laughs) at times. Not this time. No, not this time. But I am
1: ready to talk about Preacher. I am too. I've been waiting for Preacher for a long time.
0: And hopefully you dear listener have been waiting for a long time too and we know that there's going to be less of you because there doesn't seem to be a huge carryover you do you notice how i'm already kind of settling into my draw i have just a little bit well it's in texas it's a mental thing yeah well but they're not in texas well they're still in texas in the first episode they are um Man, I lost my complete train of thought. That's okay. You were talking about
1: how people don't translate from Fear
0: the Nth Cast to Preacher, Fear the or, Walking Dead to Preacher. Or The Walking Dead, any of those, yeah. to Preacher. There, there's not a lot of crossover. So there's some. And so we – I would say that that you guys are like the super, super-duper super inner, inner, inner circle Fear the Nth Cast people, yeah. and we love you. Circle of trust. Because the, there it is. So are we going to do trust falls now? I hope so. We're gonna- I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Speed balls. That's uh, what we need to be doing. Uh, we're going to have to do that if we keep recording so many episodes. Yeah. We might just do it anyway <laughs> yeah, because it's if, fun as shit.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't think we need a reason to do it. <laughs> no, if we're going to do it, just do it.
0: Um, do, I don't think they need a reason to do a lot of things they do on this show, and that's the first thing. One of the first things I wanted to mention was. A, I didn't realize how much I missed it. Yeah. B, this show is weird as shit, and I love it. Yeah, it's
1: very rare that all this carnage and murder and just gratuitous amounts of death and violence, and you're, you know, you're smiling the whole time. You're like,
0: hell yeah, this is awesome. It is awesome, and it fits. And you're like, this wouldn't, this wouldn't work, on any other show.
1: No, no, it wouldn't. I mean,
0: the opening. Uh, let's see. On the road was the name of the episode. Yeah. The open
1: that opening was nuts, right? Nuts. Come on, Eileen. Uh, I don't. When they said this, this isn't a great song, I was like, y'all are just trying to pretend that you don't <laughs> love this song, right? Because there's not a person alive. There's just not. When that song comes on, You're who doesn't? Who doesn't sing along? And no one changes the channel. No, ever. No. It's just like come. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to this whole song and sing every word.
0: Yeah. Well, who isn't a fan of?
1: Was it Dexie's Midnight, Midnight Runners? Dexie's Midnight Runners. Yeah. Who
0: isn't a fan of
1: Dexie? Can you name another song? No. <laughs> okay.
0: There's not another song. Yeah, that it's the only did. one they ever wrote. <laughs> it's the only one that matters. Exactly. But just the way that it was filmed, uh, the even the quality of the – the actual uh, film—they added some graininess to it to look like it. an old
1: school car chase. Yeah, it's like you're watching Dukes of Hazard or something,
0: or or definitely something more of a grindhouse kind of feel. Oh sure, uh, and, and there's been a lot of things that, uh, and then this is actually something Jason and I were talking about that kind of. There's a lot of things that are kind of an ode to or re- remind you or uh, of Tarantino. They're very oh, Tarantino-esque yeah. uh, in that regard. But uh, that – okay. So <clears throat> we're probably going to keep this episode brief. Uh, brief because we need to take a nap. Yeah. That's uh, true. We that, spend a that. lot of time together. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm like – it's almost every day this week I have to look at your sorry ass. Yeah, pretty and, much. uh we're so, only halfway through. I know. Sorry. So, <laughs> um, so we're going to try to keep it a little brief and we'll, you know, w- once we get that third person back in their room, there, yeah. um, it'll expand a little bit. So for those of you that like a little longer episode, you'll.
1: You can listen to the one we did
0: yesterday. There you go. It's coming. Yeah. But uh, now we we don't have a, a whole lot that we want to talk about. So we're going to go over maybe some of our favorite scenes. Sure. Uh, of both of the episodes. Um, and maybe go over some of the differences that we noticed between the source material and what they actually gave us in the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, do do some of those changes make sense? Do we like them, dislike them? Where do we think everything's going? I got some concerns. I do too. I have some legitimate concerns. I think we'll kind of talk about that a little bit and anything else that comes to mind. And then we'll wrap this thing up and we'll get you back on, uh, will get you to your normal
1: life. Yeah, back
0: to your normal life. Yeah. But this
1: should be your
0: life. Spend yeah. time with us. Yeah, that should be the highlight of your life. Well, but but if you are listening to that, we've already established you are the super circle uh, of trust. Circle of trust.
1: Yes. I keep forgetting what to call it. That's fine. Um, well, okay. So, favorite scenes. Um, I had a lot of favorite scenes in the first episode, but I really enjoyed when the cops actually stopped them and just the interaction between all of them when Cassidy's like, I can't lose the umbrella. I'm going to burn. And then the dude just tackles him out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't see that coming. And then uh, Preacher's like, Jesse's like, okay, stop. And he starts telling him to do everything. He's like, you sing Yellow Rose of Texas. You, your balls. I just thought that was. And, I mean, he went to town. And that. Seems awful. It, it seems like a terrible thing for him to do to that poor guy.
0: Yeah, and it calls into question when does that wear off? Yeah, because he was just macing till I guess I'm
1: sure the whole mace can, can was gone
0: wears out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the dude got shot up, and he's still singing the song. Um, right. right, that whole scene was a nice ode to a scene straight out of the comics. Right. That um, you know we. We saw him in the comic uh, make the sheriff from season one mm-hmm. uh, do some stuff to himself. So I guess from Anvil, uh, yeah, that's blowed up now. Yeah, and they didn't know, uh, and they, no, didn't, they didn't. They, they got didn't. out just in time. That's right. And so they don't, they don't technically find out until the second, second episode. episode yeah. we'll, that was kind of a cool scene too. We'll talk about that. Um, so it was a nice ode to that. Uh, but it's kind of – I loved it, but it's one of those things that's kind of giving me some cause for, or or pause for concern. Hmm. Um, Just kind of want to throw this out here. Is this the way that Jesse is using the power is not really consistent with how he did it in the comic? Agreed. And that's one of the things that's concerning me. I almost feel like in the TV show, uh, they're making Jesse the hero because he's supposed to be the hero, uh, but he's certainly not heroic like he was in the comic. You could still call him anti-hero, yeah, but not as nonchalant with the power uh that he right. is so far in the series and maybe that's going to change. I'm just throwing that out there because I'm concerned.
1: Well and Tulip really calls him on that. Yeah. I mean, tulip is like, yeah, sure. no, this is not okay. And I think that's a nice interplay between their characters, mm-hmm. to the tulip being like, this is not cool. It's like a hand touching into their mind and it's not okay. You use it as a last resort. And so maybe he's gonna learn. As the season goes on, so I, I hope so. I'm hoping that it's just part of the storytelling, like to build the relationship between their character and why he he's going to listen to Tulip instead of just using the power willy nilly.
0: Yeah, because in in the comic, he was already established that no, you only use this right when you know absolutely necessary. Yeah, so I I feel like they know what they're doing. I'm not overly worried. Uh-huh. It, it, it's just a concern.
1: Sure. That's all. It's founded. Um But that, God, the saint of killers just. <laughs>
0: oh, man. I mean,
1: I, I'm glad they did it at the beginning of the episode. So you really kind of had an idea of what you were in for. Because he kills without remorse, without regard for any collateral damage. He's like, I don't know. I don't know if he was aiming for Jesse and just hitting all the cops. I kind of think he was just shooting all the cops for I- kicks. I think he just has murder in his heart. Right. He's just like, because that's what he did in the comic. He went right. and he murdered the preacher, and then he murdered everyone else in town.
0: If you, if I see you, you're dead. Right. I, I don't even. Yeah.
1: He doesn't leave anyone behind. No witnesses. Well, I mean, he is
0: essentially the angel of death. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> you crossed my path. That sucks for you. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I love that too. And. In retrospect, I love the fact that they gave us his backstory in season one because that makes him not be just some lumbering, faceless villain. Although I thought they did a great job of not – they showed us his face, but they didn't show – they still kept him kind of shadowy, which I felt made him more menacing Sure,
1: and the fact that he's just walking, stop.
0: Just walking, yeah, not getting in a car. And them. Uh, it was the second episode where uh, Cassidy made a reference to him being like the Terminator. Terminator like, 1 or yes, 2. Yes, all of
1: them. Yeah. He's
0: all of them. And I thought that was great because that's exactly uh, what he is. He is essentially uh, the Terminator. Yeah. So uh, I think that's another area of concern for me because – it's a 13 uh season or 13 episode season you can't just go the whole season with him just slowly walking behind them because at some point it's just going to become a joke right. um so they're going to have to find some way to slow him down and i think i i don't know how that how that's going to play out but they're going to have to find some way to slow him down and maybe they did by uh, the, uh, by Jesse figuring out that every time he used the word, right. that's was, how he's tracking him. It's because apparently, apparently, uh, Santa Killers is also a Death Eater, right. and every <laughs> I could put a tracer on any time someone uses uh, the word Voldemort. Right, Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, I like that, but I still think we're gonna have to slow him down a little bit because he can't just have him in the background after you every episode. Yeah, it's going to be interesting that's gonna to see done.
1: when they like if they ever have a conversation or what cuz I don't I don't know how they're going to how they're going to do it. Like you said like cool, but now the saint of killers knows where they're going because mm-hmm. Fior kind of mm-hmm. spilled the beans.
0: Well, not kind of. He, he, he did he did deliberately.
1: Right. And he was went back on his word, which is fine.
0: I I don't whatever. I mean, right. I I you shouldn't have been surprised.
1: No, I wasn't surprised at all. I thought and I'm I'm sad that he's gone because his character in that episode was so good. Oh, he was so oh no, good.
0: I I agree. That was I, if I were to say I had a favorite scene, it's basically everyone that he was in. Yeah. It's just like he was it was nice to bring him back. I mean, he's never been a friend, but he's not he's definitely in the frenemy kind of zone. Sure. It's like I'm out to
1: kill you, but. Well, I don't think Fior ever wanted to kill him. He yeah. he just wanted to get Genesis back. He wanted to do think. his job. De Blanc was the one who was fine with him being dead. <laughs> That's right. And, and, you know, but Fior. Not having DeBlanc anymore, he didn't have a reason to live. Yeah,
0: and it definitely paints them as a, having a special relationship. Legendary,
1: yes, this legendary, legendary friendship. <laughs> it's awesome, uh, but the sex. What do you mean? I mean, you slept together. Well, yeah, we're best friends. We did everything together. Of course we did.
0: Of course. Mm.
1: Uh,
0: I-, I love the fact that they brought back what they established in the first season, which is they kill themselves here, they come back immediately, and yeah. just. That Talk about a punctuation mark on his sorrow. I mean, he just, every conceivable way. Because part of him, I guess, hoped that, well, maybe this will do it. Yeah. When he knew in his heart of hearts, it wouldn't. Yeah. And it's like-
1: I'm going to try them all. It was like watching Groundhog Day. Yeah.
0: Every first, Groundhog Day. Yeah.
1: Because in Groundhog Day, you know, he's like, I'm going to jump off a building, get hit by a car and all this shit. And then he wakes up the next morning and he's like, oh, that would be so awful. I am a god. Not the god. A, a god. god.
0: Um, but then he figures out, well, might as well make money at this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I think is the first genius. time it's by accident, you know, he puts that mic in, <laughs> in front of everybody. <laughs>
0: I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure that would work. But still funny.
1: Maybe it was a uh, powered my. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. But yeah, it was funny. Phantom power. It was hilarious. Made me laugh. Yeah. And then, you know, like the dude cutting his head off and then sawing him in half and then they <laughs> yeah. lift up the fake panels. <laughs> the and guts are coming out. I was like, geez. What a show. Yeah. Oh, people would pay great money. People for that. were worrying freaking parkas and yeah. wanting trying not get blood on their clothes, you know?
0: But then what was funny to me is uh when he brought the
1: little sick kid in yeah this, again oh fine and then he touched him and he like looks at his uh, head like, that's terrible because
0: you would you I think part of you and then love okay so that's what they're 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 taking things and they're turning them upside down right because you'd think what well, an angel would be a little more altruistic and a little sure. more helpful and would want to maybe spend time with a with a sick and with dying, a sick, child, dying you know? child. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and, and the kid
1: asked him. I mean, it was a legitimate question. The kid, how do you die and come back? Because the kid doesn't want to die. No. You know. And Fjord is just like, I'm not going to tell you my secrets. Get out. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. Get out of my sight.
0: Yeah. So, but all that was just a punctuation mark on. Uh, yeah. Just his, his the depth of his sorrow, and I felt like they captured that really well, and so I I really enjoyed I really enjoyed that.
1: Yeah. And then I like the scene with Mike, his pastor friend. Oh,
0: yeah. Good old Mike. Oh, I mean. It is a different way of ministering uh, to folks. Yeah. Uh,
1: I just, <laughs> just give me your phone real quick. No one wants to see pictures of you in a dirt cage. <laughs> yeah.
0: the, uh, Tulip and Cassidy's nonchalant reaction to that was his priceless.
1: Cassidy, unbelievable. Just I've forgotten how. He's just hilarious. It's comedic timing. Yeah. And the way he deals with everything, it's just like okay. I don't know. I'll just but move on. it has been fine. around
0: for what, a hundred and a while. A hundred and eighty or hundred and eighteen? Something like that. Over a hundred. Yeah. It's been around for a while. I forget. Yeah. Uh he's been around for a while. He's seen some things.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh it's not his first time to see
0: someone in a cage. No. And uh him eating the cat. Yeah. That was great. That was funny. Get, get powered up. Hey, so I got a question for you, and sure. I know we're bouncing around all that's over fine. the place. The the convenience store guy. Yeah. Why did he ignore them?
1: Because C- uh, he told him to. Okay. Jesse said it would be better have- for you to prepare to pretend that we were never here.
0: Okay. That's why. Yeah. I mean, they okay. And that's I how the Santa
1: Killers tracked him there, is yeah. because
0: he used the word on it. I must have blinked. Because like, with well, the
1: he with here? the intestines okay. hanging out the car, he was like, I'm going to call the cops right now. Okay, And got Jesse you. was like, no, 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 just pretend we were never here. I know what happened.
0: My DVR probably skipped. Happens. It happens every now and then. Because yeah. I was like, well, why is this happening? Okay, yeah. I should have figured that out. Anyway, okay. whatever.
1: Technology.
0: Don't always work the way you want it to. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. Uh, okay, so what else? Uh, well, the whole Mike scene. The their okay, whole Mike, interaction right. with Mike. Um, when my, when Jesse was like, "I have some bad news." Well, there's whiskey. Come mm. inside and lay it on me. Uh God's gone. You know, I thought he was gone. <laughs> I've been I've been praying for a couple weeks now, and I haven't heard anything from so, him.
0: So nonplussed, right? Oh uh, well, shit. Well, that's why there's whiskey. That's why. They-
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and the fact that he's put multiple people in that cage, mm-hmm. and they're like, what about in a in a closet or something? He's like, no, 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 a covered cage works best. Works best. <laughs> what are Damn. you even talking
0: about? Which suggests that he has experimented and tried many different methods, and he has found, after trial and error, that the covered cage works best. Anybody else going to tell me how to minister? That was
1: hilarious. Oh, that too
0: funny. Anybody else I don't know? It's interesting, though, that he knew of the Santa Killers. Jesse knows of the Santa Killers because they make reference to yeah, thought it, that. was just thought a, it was a story. A story or a myth.
1: But, I mean, it's he kind of threatened him. He's like, he's on the way to San Antonio to cornhole your mother, the whore. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like, wow, that's bold words. Well,
0: he knew this is it. If this
1: guy is who I think it is. I'm done. And it's almost like he expected him to show up, which was a little surprising to me. Mm. Like he had that knife at the ready and he knew, I mean, I don't know if he knew, but it seemed like he knew that that dude was coming and he's like, I'm not going to have any chance against him. So I'll just stab myself. Mm -hmm. It was weird. Just a weird little situation. That
0: was interesting. Um, What was also interesting is when uh, the St. catches up with him at the motel, which mm-hmm. just so happened to have the gun aficionados convention. Yeah. Um which was funny. It was
1: funny. And Jesse used the word there and, and that's it how this did track him. And it didn't work. Well he used the word on the gun people, remember? He yeah said, it worked on them. Move. And that's why they say could track him there. Because if I bet if he hadn't said anything they'd have been fine.
0: Probably. Yeah. But the word doesn't work I know. On the saint, which is a big change.
1: That's the biggest change that they could possibly have. Because how on earth are they going to stop him now? Because I was thinking that. I was like, this is what? What? I don't get it.
0: Yeah. And so that's kind of got me scratching my head. I'm like, I don't know how this is going to resolve. And then that goes back to. They have to figure out a way to slow him down. Well, now you've taken away the one thing that they could use to slow him down. I guess they're trying to cripple uh, Jesse's power to some degree because he – I mean essentially he's – all-powerful. Sure.
1: But, I mean, like, he's controlled angels and told angels what to yeah. do in the show. Yeah. So why can't he tell the saint of killers what to do? Like, I, Why I is he at a higher I level? I don't know. And I
0: want to know the answer. I'm interested to yeah. what the reasoning is there. Um, Now, in the comic, the saint would just move faster than Jesse could talk. Yes. So he would outsmart him.
1: Right, and which is all, fine. Yeah, that's fine. It makes sense because he has those powers and he has divine attributes now because he's been granted that because mm-hmm. of his status. Well, his
0: bullets basically kill anything. Right. Well, we see that they kill angels yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, and he has li- unlimited ammunition. Right. They don't need to reload.
1: <laughs> Six shooter. No, no. <laughs> Six million shooter.
0: And it is so cool. The beginning, the opening, because they're like they thought it was a sniper. Yeah, and because he was too. He was so far away. Yeah,
1: and one tapping dudes in the head. Yeah, boom, boom.
0: So I'm interested to see how this is going to play out. I really am because yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how you
1: slow the saint down. Uh, they've taken away it feels like any ability or opportunity to do it. Yeah. So that yeah, that was the biggest change. The other things that have changed from the comic, I'm been fine with, but that one I just don't know how on earth they're going to reconcile it. And it almost feels like jumping the shark. That's my biggest concern now. It's Mm. like, what are you going to do? Because they've proven the dude got lit up by every kind of weapon ever, and he just yeah. Mm. And they all shook it. And we get hit with a grenade. He's fine. Truck ran into him and pinched him between the truck and the light pole. He didn't give a shit. Yeah. So, well, what are you going to do? Nats.
0: Um, so, that was the other thing, too. It was interesting because it looked like the Saint had Jesse dead to rights. But then yeah. this truck comes in, swerves in, mm-hmm. driver gets killed, yeah. Saint gets pinned. A little fortuitous, but it was. I think there's going to be. I, my gut tells me that we're going to learn that it's not fortuitous.
1: That it's Jesse controlling his own
0: or something's protecting him.
1: Divine intervention?
0: Something something else is in play here, and I'm not sure what it is just yet. Yeah. But I I'm I'm hesitant to believe that smart writers would have something so fortuitous happen like that just because.
1: Yeah, oh sure. So and especially if it happens a bunch, yeah, come on, guys, yeah. this is getting yeah, ridiculous. Uh, they're
0: smarter than that.
1: Mm. Uh
0: But one thing I think they have proven is that they can write funny. They yeah. can write great action scenes, and I think they can write great scenarios. But I am a little concerned that they write such good scenarios that they don't know how to then get out of them. Right. So we're we're going to see how that continues to play out. But I'm not mad at the show. Don't get me wrong. Please. No. Um, so the other, one of the other funniest moments was in the second episode when they're at the hotel and the guy with no arm,
1: (laughs) I wanted a root beer. Do you have any quarters? Shh. (laughs) Do you have any quarters? I wanted root beer. It's not fair. That was hilarious. It was really funny. funny. I wonder how they fit through that little window Mm. because my ass would never in my life have fit through that window. Well, it's not a
0: matter of fitting through that window. It's a matter of getting my ass up there. Well, that that too.
1: (laughs) But I wouldn't have fit through that window. My shoulders are too broad. Too too quickly. Yeah. Or that quickly. I could have never fit through that window. Maybe it's a baby. Yeah. But I mean, once I hit puberty, no. I'm not going through that window.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, being around Tulip all the time, there's no way I'd fit through that window. I'd be like that old dog trying to come through that through that doggy door when, when he's got that stick in his mouth. Clank. <laughs> clank. Clank, clank. <laughs> Nobody. All right. <sighs> so all in all, I'm happy with the first two episodes. Uh I think the second one was a little stronger. Yeah. Uh, any concern other concerns you have? I actually I, I have one one concern. That's Whenever characters consistently st- keeping things from one another, yeah, that can become problematic. Yeah. And I don't want that to
1: be a crutch. Because- Tulip, Tulip and Cassie are getting a lot of secrets piling up that mm. they're keeping That's from right. Jesse. That's right. And you that know, ain't going to go over too well. Bumping hoo is one thing, you know? <laughs> Probably shouldn't tell them that. But you add all these other things mm. on there, it's going to become a problem.
0: And, uh, I think we should all be prepared for where, uh, Cassidy's infatuation with Tulip is going to take it. Yeah. Take him because that's going to come to a head at some point, too. And it's going to have to. Yeah, it is. And, uh, I mean, we know how that plays out and it doesn't end pretty. Uh, so we, we all like Cassidy right now. And, um, my guts kind of churning a little bit for what what could happen in the future, what probably will
1: happen. I think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna go with the source material on. You that don't story. think they're gonna make I us hate the, Cassidy? No, I think it's like in uh, <laughs> True Blood, that Lafayette character. He, he's not in the books. True, he gets killed really early on, mm-hmm. but his character was so good that mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh no, no, we can't be doing this. We got to
0: keep Daryl alive." Get, exactly, he's too popular exactly. now. Exactly. In fact. He's so popular, we got to write him a counterpart right. in the comic and then put that guy on the show. Exactly. And then. And then kill him. And then kill him. <laughs> yeah, or exactly. maim him. Or do all the things that we wanted to do to Daryl that we yeah. couldn't do because you like him too much because yeah. he's too purdy.
1: Exactly. he's a shower, but he is purdy. Well, that dirty look is kind of in. It is. You know? Dirty, sweaty. One other point I wanted to make, they brought up the diocese. <laughs> what did you think?
0: Oh uh okay. Well, that's not the only thing they brought up. They gave us the second hint of Angelville. Right, right, right. Yeah. So uh there's some- Where do Angels
1: go when they die? That's the question, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
0: So yes, they brought up the diocese. Um, that- no more church party. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a nice little reaction, but that's going to go somewhere because we're going to see the we're going to see the Catholic Church get involved here, and I think we're going to see that this season. I think in the prom- so. The promos we've already seen. Uh, we've already seen some, some of that action. We see a glimpse of, uh, of Hairstar. Hairstar, yeah. And, uh, that's another villain, villain coming down, uh, the road.
1: Uh, I think it's a worse villain than Odin for sure.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And then learning about, uh, Jesse's past and, and how he learned how to fight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and where he really came from. And we see that he struggled to even talk about that Mm -hmm. uh, when they were at uh, Mike's and they were kind of asking about his background. Mm -hmm. And so that's not that we got a taste of that in the first season where we see his tattoo. Yeah. You know, and we see a little bit about his daddy um, and, you know, some of the run in his daddy had with, with, well, that was, that was family.
1: That was, that was family. Mm
0: -hmm. And it's going to get real interesting. Um, I am anxious to see – I did like the fact that they established that God came to the strip club for Jazz. Jazz. And where else do you go? New Orleans. For Jazz. Dude. Not not Salt Lake City. No. I had to explain that to somebody the other day. You know they just kept the name. They didn't change the name of the basketball team. They should have. Like, oh, I thought Jazz came from Salt Lake City. You dumb dumb.
1: Dumb, No. (laughs) Well, it's like the LA Lakers. No. No. Is L.A. the land of a thousand lakes? It's not. No. It's certainly it not. It never has been.
0: Um, U- Utah is way too white for jazz <laughs> to come from there. Not I- if
1: you watch La La Land. <laughs> oh, the white dude saved jazz. Oh,
0: did he? He did. Oh, that's accurate. My goodness.
1: He learned to play piano for that movie, okay? Nah, Give him some
0: credit. Nah, I really don't want to see that. Sounds like a piece of trash. It's a good movie. Is it a good movie? It, it is. is. Okay, I might the, the, it l- the
1: ending of that movie... Is the best part of it, like honestly, like oh. that's one of the best innings I've ever seen of a movie. Really? Yeah, I'm intrigued
0: now. Yeah, just to, just like I'm intrigued for the rest of. Preacher. Dude, I'm ready, and I can't wait to see them get to New Orleans because I know New Orleans. Yeah, you do. You've been there I once know, or twice, just a couple of times. Yeah. So, and for me, what does New Orleans mean? Voodoo, voodoo. But for this series, it also means what more? vampires. Yeah. And we could certainly go for more vampires. We could.
1: And folks, and Tulip's got something going on and in she's shown New up. Orleans. she's showing up does. Yeah, oh shit. <laughs> it's going to be good. I'm ready.
0: I am ready to Folks, you thought preacher was weird. If you didn't read the comic book. Right. Yeah, you're right, <laughs> for sure. If you didn't read the comic book and you're saying, "Man, this series is weird." Hang on. It's gonna get so much <laughs> you haven't weirder. Seen nothing yet. You sure haven't. Yeah. And we're excited for the rest of it. And we're also excited uh, for you listening to us because we appreciate you standing by us, absolutely, and, uh, giving us a listen and supporting us. And uh, we'd like to hear from you. You can uh, give us, uh, you can give us a drop us a line on Twitter at Fear Enthcast, or you can send us an email. It goes to all three of us, fear at nthcast.com. You can visit the website. FearAnthCast.com. If you haven't watched the show and you want to listen to all the podcasts we did on the first season of Preacher, it's all out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I may even be able to make a link that'll link you to all those episodes. I'm yeah. going to see if I can do that. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, you can also, uh, if you want to donate to our Patreon page, you can do that there as well. Any any help is appreciated. And uh, Until next time,
1: I'm going to laugh when that hits you in the nuts. (laughs) You think it's going to fall that far? (laughs) I'm going to laugh really hard if it does.